This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by Italian Citizenship Assistance. Com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am doing great, thank you. And in this episode, we wanted to do a follow-up to our recent episode on the Etias visa waiver for Italy and the EU. Uh, in this episode, we wanted to answer some of the questions that some of you had and left on that video in the comments section. Uh, as you know, for those of you who've been watching for a while, sometimes we like to try and directly get into some of the questions that you have. So Marco, let's just jump straight into this. And from YouTube user at Nick Rugg, the Etias is valid for three years and you need to list your first country of entry when you travel. What do I do with subsequent trips where my country of entry may be different. For example, started my first trip in Italy, but then starting in Germany on the next trip. So Marco, do you have a, a, any indication of what a person may need to do in that case? The official information indicates that the ATS will be valid for three years or until the your passport expires. So if your passport expiration date is before the three years, from when you applied for the ATS, you will have to reapply for the ATS. Also, you'll have to indicate your first country of entry. And the ATS allows for multiple uh, trips, so for multiple entries. And the information that has been released uh, at this time does not indicate that you have to do anything when you enter the second time or the third time. So as of right now, it looks like once you have applied for the ATS and you have indicated your the country of first entry, that you have, you don't have to take any further actions for the subsequent entries. And this next question is actually not necessarily a question, but maybe a clarification, because uh, at the beginning of the previous episode, I had mentioned that at the time of recording, all information pointed to uh, to the year 2024 for this to come into effect. But at the time when we had released the episode, there were news articles that were starting to say that it would be 2025. But at that point, there were no official sources that we were able to find uh, as to what year it would actually finally be. And since the release of that episode, have there been any new official details that have been released as to when this will all be put into place? Yes, the official website of the European Union for the ETS now indicates that the ETS will come into effect in mid of 2025. So it doesn't indicate any specific date. It only indicates mid 2025. So we can expect probably additional information to be released in the future. Interesting. Thank you so much for that uh, that clarification there, because I know that's one that uh, even for me, having worked on this episode with you, uh, was difficult at the time to find. But that's um, great to know that there is now that information publicly available through official sources. And to move on to the next question from YouTube user at Steve C. 8892. In order to need this ETIAS, does one need to travel on their Italian passport or is it only needed to have proof that you are a citizen of an EU country but still traveling on a US passport? The ETIAS is meant for non-EU citizens, so whoever is a non-European citizen traveling into the European Union should apply for the ETIAS. On the other hand, if you hold a European passport, so a passport of a country, 
of the European Union, then you do not need to register with the ETS when traveling to the European Union in a situation where somebody is a European citizen but doesn't have a European passport, so is traveling with a different passport. But as proof that that person is a European citizen, I would probably recommend to avoid that situation when possible, as when traveling internationally into the European Union, one should have their European passport to prove that they're traveling as European citizens, as other proof that that person is a European citizen might not be accepted when traveling internationally. So in a situation like that, one may need to probably apply for the ATS when traveling on a US passport. Very interesting. I can see how that could raise some complications for an individual if they're maybe going around the, the system in a, an unusual manner that maybe could at least raise some questions. But uh, to continue on with the next question from at Paul from CHGO, how about the spouse, the foreign spouse of an EU citizen, whether residing in the European Union or not? Does that foreign spouse also need the ETS? The ETS can only be issued to one person and linked to their travel documents. So it does not automatically extend or apply to family members, meaning that each family member who's traveling and who requires an ETS should apply for their own ETS. Of course, if you are an Italian citizen or a European citizen, and your spouse has a residency permit valid in the European Union, then that spouse doesn't have to apply for the ETS. But a spouse of a European citizen has not applied for a residency permit yet is required to apply for the ETS as well. Wow, well, that's very interesting, Marco. So what you're saying is that in the end, if you have like a residency permit in Italy, that you don't also on top need the ETS to be able to enter into Italy. Exactly. So the ETS is only required for foreigners who want to travel to the European Union and, and, and who would not have needed a visa before for stays up to 90 days. So if you're a foreigner and right now you can stay up to 90 days in the European Union, so you're part of the visa waiver program. So you're a citizen of a country which is part of the visa waiver program, meaning you don't need any visa uh, to travel to a European country. After the ETS come into effect, you will need to apply for the ETS. But if you are somebody who has a visa, a residency permit for a country which is part of the European Union, then you do not need to apply for the ETS because your visa or residency permit will be sufficient to enter the European Union. Well, very interesting. Thank you so much for that clarification and shedding more light on this topic. And uh, moving on to the next question, and forgive me for not saying this correctly, but from Y Moscatillo, 7257 on YouTube asked, what about if your Italian passport is expired? Um, and I think you partially answered this before, but uh, what would that look like for somebody who does have Italian citizenship and their passports expired? Well, in that situation, it's probably advisable to go ahead and renew the Italian passport as soon as possible. And if that is not possible to uh, get the ETS by using your American passport. And as we said before, you also have to pay attention to the expiration date of your 
uh, Italian passport if you're traveling on your Italian passport because the ETS will only be valid until the date of expiration of your passport. And also in general, when you're traveling internationally by using your Italian passport, be sure that you renew it uh, before it's too late because you might encounter problems if you're traveling and your passport is expiring in uh, six months or less. Well, thank you again, Marco. And to move on to a question that was asked in private, what if an individual is looking to work in Europe? Are they able to get the ETIAS with the intention of working in Europe? The ETIAS does not allow you to work in the European Union. You can attend meetings, you can attend uh, conferences. But if your intention is to work in the European Union, you should always contact the consulate of the country in the, in the European Union where you want to relocate to apply for a work visa. It's great that we were able to answer that one because I know that's going to be a question that will come up for a number of people. And another question that was asked in private was regarding uh, transiting through a European uh, destination. If you are going to only be traveling through uh, an airport, for example, uh, do you need the ETS visa waiver if you're only going to be just transiting through an airport in Europe? No, you do not need to apply for the ETS if you're only transiting in, a, in an international uh, airport base in the European Union, as long as you remain in the international travel area, meaning that if you go, for example, outside of the airport or outside of that area, you will need to apply for the ETS. Thank you so much, Marco. And just for the last question for the episode from YouTube user at barbg8306, the question was asked, is the ETIAS visa a digital attachment to your passport or is it a hard copy? So is it something that you actually have to go get stuck into your passport? Is it a physical thing or is it electronic? How does that all work? The ETIAS will be electronic and official sources indicate that the airport staff will already have the information at your arrival, so they will be able to access the ATS registrations uh, autonomously. But of course, it is possible to print it out and it may be advisable to carry it with you, if at all possible. So the answer is that it is digital, so the airport staff will have access to the information directly. Thank you so much, Marco. And I think uh, it's uh, some great advice that you gave there also about having that backup just in case. I think that's always a great uh, idea to whenever possible, even if you don't need, have backups available of everything that you might even remotely require during your stay wherever you're going. But Marco, thank you again so much for answering all of these questions. And if anybody is thinking about moving to Europe or getting Italian citizenship or needs help with their ETIAS, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com or call us our numbers on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more topics that have to do with moving to Italy, getting Italian citizenship and more, be sure that you're subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast, where we talk about practical aspects of making Italy your home, such as buying in Italy, renting in Italy, and maybe even where to go and do that. Of course, if you're also interested in more about life abroad, living abroad, living abroad as a dual citizen, 
expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael or you can search YouTube, Google, or your favorite podcasting player for Not Your Average Globetrotter, where I talk about living abroad and life abroad. And of course, as always, we are here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.